So the seeds we've been doing over there, we missed an hour, how many churches, months, months, yeah. Yeah. is, I'm not ask you, those of you who've been coming every time, what's the series we've been doing? <laughs> Any ideas? No, you can't say. And you can't say. Any I ideas? I won't. The I am's. The I am's of Jesus. And the whole thing has been, we've been thinking about who are we? But more importantly, who is he? So I remember the very first one that we did, and I said, who are you? <laughs> who are you? As we say in Liverpool. Oh, yeah? And you've got to really think about, well, who am I? You know, what am I? What am I here for? And it's the old song, isn't it? What's it all about? What? Alfie. Alfie. The younger one. You've got no idea what I'm talking about there, have you? <laughs> no. It's a song, look it up. You might want to sing it one day. <laughs> What's it all about? What am I all about? And the answer to that, to that question, you see, I believe comes from the one who made all of us. The I am. Jesus. And it's what you think about Jesus will define who you really are and who you really will be in eternity. So these are important things that we think about. So, so far, Jesus, in, in, in John's Gospel, there are, there are seven definitive I am statements about pictures that he uses. It's called metaphors of who he is. Can anyone remember? I've got them written down to you because I can't remember them all. Anyone remember? Come on then. I have done this with you before, so you should be sharp on this by now. I am the way, the way, the truth, and the life. That's one. Door. I am the door, the gate. Light of the world. Hang on, Jim. Give us a chance. <laughs> you said the bread of life. That's three. Resurrection. Hang on. Who's next? Come <laughs> on, Jim. What? The light of the world. The light of the world. That's four. I'm stuck with you now. Four. Resurrection. The resurrection life, that's the one we're going to do today. Uh, who, who else? The vine, yeah. And finally, Peter, right? The good shepherd. All of these I am's give us a picture of our Saviour. He is the ultimate I am. So, what about I am the resurrection and the life? Something that you've, if you've been to any funerals, the pastor or the preacher will always, well sometimes, I know this is what I do, this is going to really cheer you up, this isn't it? You, you walk in front of the coffin and, and you say these verses, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me, sorry I read that wrong, I'll start again. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live. I missed the important bit out, didn't I? He will live. And even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? What does that mean? You see, Jesus had gone to the home of Lazarus, who was dead. He'd been dead for four days. And Mary and Martha were his sisters, and they were really upset. And Jesus had delayed coming to their house for a reason. Because he wanted to glorify the name of God by showing his power. 
And Mary and Martha were really upset that their brother Lazarus was dead. So this is the start of that passage. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you'd have been here, my brother would have not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Imagine this. Just put yourself in this situation. And Jesus says to her, your brother, this brother had been dead for four days. He will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Jesus said to her, the word that I've just used, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Jesus then went on in the story. You can read it yourself in John chapter 11. He then went on to go to the tomb. And we know the story. We're in Sunday school as a kid, or even if you're going to Sunday school now, you'll know the story. He said, Lazarus, come forth. You'll come out in the modern versions. And he came out. And everybody was made. Because Jesus has the power over life now, death. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Are you looking forward to Easter? I said this morning, you know, one of the main reasons I look forward to Easter is, is the eggs. You know, I think last year I bought the Cabbage Cream egg here, didn't I? And all the calories associated with that, but yeah. Anything with chocolate in. I love it for that. I love the Easter time because it's spring and all the flowers are starting to come out, even though they're covered in snow. You know, and the daffodils are coming out, and then the sooner tulips will, will, will follow, and it's... It's a lovely time of year for that, isn't it? Spring is great. Because spring talks about new life. And Jesus is talking about new life here. Easter is all about new life. Don't know what you believe about Easter. Don't know whether you've ever really thought it through. Have you ever really thought about what's so good about Good Friday? Because when you think about it, we come around and we celebrate an execution. It's not often people do that, is it? The Christian church, through the millennia, has always gotten together on Good Friday and rejoiced in that day. Why? Why? Why is it called Good Friday, even though there was a man who was hung on a cross and had these nails in his hands and his feet. Why do we call that good? It's good for you and I. Because there on that cross, 
There, he surrendered himself for our sake. There, he took the punishment that we deserved because we all think wrong things, we all do wrong things. It's called the S word that no one wants to admit to out there in the world these days. The S word, which is what? It's sin, it's called sin. You know, when we go against God's way, and we always do in our mind and in our actions, that's called sin. And there has to be a camp for sin, it's all getting it's all getting noticed, it's all getting written down. And someday someone has to pay the pay the price for that. It's a bit like when you use your credit card or you got a credit card or even your debit card. You know, it's nice that isn't it now we'll contact us. You can just go up and zap. Or 30 quid comes out of your account or whatever you used. The debt has to be paid. And your debt of sin has to be paid. It has to be. It's called justice. We expect justice. When someone does wrong to us, we would expect justice. Our Father is the Father of justice. So when we wrong Him, the price has to be paid. We have made the choice to turn our backs on Him. But the good thing about Good Friday is that because He loves us, instead of us having to take the punishment, He took it for us. He sent his son for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And he sent his son and his son went to that place called Calvary and there he took your sin upon him and paid the price. So that your bank statement, if you want to put it that way, is clear. There's no debt. It's gone. So all of the sin of yesterday, all the stuff that you know you've done wrong and you're not proud of, all the stuff of today and all the stuff of your tomorrows that, that you will fail in, because we're not perfect. He took it all, all of it. That's what's good about good life. He paid the price. Do you know that? But then what happened three days later? I am the resurrection and the life. What happened? Easter Sunday. I like to play on Good Friday, I'll play it again this year, you know, Sunday is coming, it's a great video, you'll have to come and watch it, Sunday is coming, I'll play that on Friday, on Good Friday, Sunday, the tomb was empty, he'd done what he said he was going to do, he rose again, defeating death. Which means that we have hope because we too one day will rise to be with him. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? I mentioned this morning in, in Bethel, um, there's a young lady, Bridge Chapel, who's only in her late 20s, I think she is now, or was. Cancer. And she's gone. Three kids. But I knew Laura, and she had a real hope in Jesus. And she had a hope in the crucified Saviour. She knew that the Saviour had taken her sin away. She knew that when she stood before him, he would see her as his child. He would see her covered in the blood of Christ. But she also knew that death was not the end. Death was not the end. 
because he's the resurrection of the life. You see, outwardly, we do waste away. But inwardly, our spirit is renewed day by day. You, the bit that makes you, you, your spirit, not your body, but your spirit, will one day rise to meet him. And on the final day, you'll be given a new body, even more perfect than the one you've got now. A bit like mine, probably. <laughs> That'll be the last day. <clears throat> we'll rise again and there'll be a new heaven and a new earth. And it'll be perfect. See, death is not the end. Our hope is found in Jesus. So Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live. Even though he dies, or physically, even though he dies, or the flesh will go to the grave. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. He's talking about your spirit. Will never die. And then there's the question. For all of us to answer that he finishes with when he's talking to Martha. Do you believe this? I'll leave that hanging. That's a personal question. Do you believe this? Let's pray. Lord, help us to believe. Often there are many questions. Often these get in the way of just just having a childlike faith. Just help us. Just to push beyond our own belief and believe that you are the resurrection and the life. Father, we thank you that you love us and that you want us so much to believe and trust you. So I pray for each of us, both young and old, in this room, that one day all of us will be together. Together before you, Lord, worshipping you because we've all put our hope and our trust in you. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll just say uh, thanks to Rob and do consider the things he's been sharing with us because they are literally life and death issues. And there's anything more important than that. And there's no one more important than the person who said, I am the resurrection.